man. What are we talking about? Right, right and wrong. Come on, man. What are we talking about? Right, right and wrong. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> Whoa. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> Whoa. Come on, man. What are we talking about? Right, right and wrong. Welcome to Right and Wrong. This is the show where we try to wake up the woke by talking common sense about the issues of the day. I'm your host, Brian Ruka, and with me as always over there is my friend and yours, producer Juice. He's known around these parts as the truth box, ladies and gentlemen, so let's hear what he has to say to us this week. Juice, what do you get to say to the folks out there in the Right and Wrong audience, brother? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. This DEI trio makes up the neutron bomb that has laid waste to a good part of our educational and corporate institutions. Given the damage that has been done, it might be a good idea to see what these words used to mean and what they mean now. Diversity used to mean that people of different backgrounds were free to join a group or association. Equity used to mean enforcing equal standards for all individuals and groups. Inclusion used to mean allowing people of every background and identity to participate in a group or association. Now, in their DEI context, these words all mean one thing, applying unequal standards to ensure preferential outcomes for individuals and groups based on race, sex, and gender identity. (laughs) Amen to that, my man. Amen to that. Absolutely. Great words as always. Keep up the good work. I do have to remind you guys at this point to please subscribe to our show. Hook us up with a nice five-star review and leave us a comment on there. And maybe, just maybe, we'll read it on the air one day. So on today's show, we'll be talking about the horrific school shooting at a Christian school in Nashville. We'll also try and figure out why the NHL continues to try and force gay pride nights on their players and on their fans. And we'll also talk about the Parents' Bill of Rights legislation that passed in Congress at the end of last week. And then finally, in our Come On, Man segment of the day, we'll play you a clip from The View where they had on Billy Porter, the LGBTQ activist and actor. Let me tell you guys, it was a very intelligent, articulate, and well-thought-out discussion. So we'll play a clip from that at the end of the show. So I guess with that all being said... We have nothing else to do right now than to call in our good friend, Mr. Ric Flair, because I do believe it is showtime, baby. Woo! Showtime! Woo! 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 I was listening to the Michael Knowles show the other day, and Mike brought up a great point that I'd like to expand on. He was talking about an upcoming live debate that he'll be having with a prominent transgender professor at the University of Pittsburgh. Knowles was talking about how the event is causing students to just freak out and to attempt to cancel the whole thing. In fact, the public university had this to say, quote, We understand that these events are toxic and hurtful for many people in our university community. The presence of these speakers on our campus does not change the university's unwavering commitment to diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, end quote. Michael made the point that the squishy rhino conservative types are uh, always advocating for the government to remain neutral, when in reality, there's really no such thing as neutrality. This is a publicly funded state university that's taking the stance that these conservative speakers are toxic and hurtful. There's nothing neutral about that at all. 
It's that idea of neutrality that I'd like to focus on today. In fact, it's going to factor into most of the things we end up talking about on today's show. How many people take the neutral position of claiming to be an independent politically? How about the amount of people that claim to not be political at all? Those types that don't pay attention and can't be bothered with political issues? Their passive interest or their inability to even pick a side is, in fact, a decision. Neutrality doesn't exist. It's a farce. It's something to tell yourself to make yourself feel better when you have a difficult choice to make. Believe me, I'm not trying to judge or be harsh with this stance, because I was a registered independent for a good 15 years, at least. I get it. I was a registered independent out of fear and indifference. Growing up in a deep blue city in a deep blue state, working a hack city job that you got because of a friend of a friend pulling strings for you will do that to you. How many of you out there have remained neutral because it's easier to just avoid the topic? How many times have you had to listen to that co-worker that supported the George Floyd race riots of 2020 now talk about the January 6th insurrection as being one of the darkest days in our democracy? It's easier to just go do something else than to get into it with that knucklehead. How about when crazy, mentally ill people commit mass murder and all you see on your newsfeed is posts about gun control? Are we expected to just roll our eyes and remain neutral? Is it easier for us to sleep at night by telling ourselves that we're in the silent majority? Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but the silent majority is not working. We're losing and we will continue to lose as long as we continue to be content with being silent content with remaining neutral. Barack Obama was hailed as a genius because he reached young people on social media during his campaigns. Subsequently, social media was blamed when Donald Trump did the same thing to win in 2016. The proof is in the pudding that people go and vote based off of what they see on their social media. How many young people are scrolling through their accounts right now seeing those posts blaming guns and Republicans because a deranged woman that thinks she's a man went and killed children? Our neutrality is allowing millions of people to be influenced by the left-wing poison. We avoid posting about it because deep down we understand that the internet is not the real world. We understand that it's not worth it to get into a back and forth with some nut job online that we haven't seen in 15 years. The left is loud and proud online, and the strategy is working for them. The left will harass you, they'll bully you, and they'll try to label you a bigot and a racist. But we have something they don't. We have the truth. We need to encourage each other to speak the truth. And we need to encourage each other to speak the truth in public. Silently calling this out in the comforts of like-minded friends is not cutting it. Transgenderism is a public issue. When you expect the public to go along with your mental delusion, it is a public issue. Abortion is a public issue. When you encourage millions of women to kill their babies through public propaganda, and when you try to legislate the right to do it into law, then it is a public issue. Gay pride is a public issue. When you force your communities to publicly praise your sexual choices by throwing parades and having your sports team wear symbolic jerseys, then it is a public issue. The left understands this and they have for years. That's why they're so vocal about it. 
They bullied the rest of us into remaining neutral on these topics, and our neutrality speaks volumes. How much longer are you going to remain an independent neutral voter? How much longer are you going to continue to vote Democrat because you belong to a trade union? How much longer are you going to lie to yourself by trying to pretend that this is the same Democratic Party that JFK belonged to? It's time to wake up and realize that although both sides have flaws, only one side is promoting pure evil. Which side do you want to be on? Because by remaining neutral, you're indirectly supporting the evil side. The truth hurts, but it's worth fighting for. And when you speak truth, then you speak paradise into being. And when you speak falsely, you speak hell into being. And what that means is that with every decision that you make, you decide for yourself and for everyone else whether you're going to tilt the world a little bit more towards hell or a little bit more towards heaven. And that's the truth. All right, all right. So let's get into our rights and wrongs of the week. And jumping right into it, we'll go with topic number one is the horrific shooting in Nashville, Tennessee at a Christian elementary school that left six people dead, including three nine-year-old children. Now, everybody has heard about this already, obviously. Um, This is just a horrific incident. And, you know, this country has dealt with many school shootings, you know, in the last, what, 20, 30 years. And it's just horrible every time you hear something about this. We talked in depth, we did a whole show on the Uvalde school shooting, you know, last year when that happened. And this one, it it, it doesn't get easy. It, it never gets easy when you hear these things. It's sickening. It's disgusting. And people mock the right and Christians, but literally, like, you have to send your thoughts and prayers to the victims um, in their families when you hear something like this happen. Well... This incident happened to be a 28-year-old female who now identifies as a male, uh, strapped up with a couple of guns, a few um, AK um, rifles, a handgun, and literally like shot in a door, a glass door to walk into the school and just started um, taking people out. And of course, the narrative quickly starts to form in the media and the politicians and the left wanted to make it all about gun control. Typical. A bunch of Christians get shot up by a former student who now identifies as a male who sucked into the trans ideology nonsense and takes out her rage and frustration on the Christian group, on Christian community that she used to be a member of, and trans people are going to be the victims here. Not the poor children at the school in their families, but trans people, because their lives are now going to be in danger. It's disgusting. And I know I kind of touched on it in the monologue, but it's been super frustrating for me to see the um, all the gun posts by people. And believe me, I don't know how I feel on assault rifles. I don't even know if the left can define assault rifle for us, exactly what they mean by that. But At the end of the day, it's frustrating when something like this happens and you see a bunch of just hyenas post the same memes about gun control and 
and this nonsense. And you have the, the president of the United States come out to address this shooting, making ridiculous comments about ice cream, trying to joke before talking about what just happened. And then shift into gun control narrative and pass my assault rifles ban. Guys, the Democrats controlled all three branches of government six months ago. Not even. Republicans took over in January in the House. Democrats could have done whatever they wanted to for the past two years. They had the votes to to make sweeping changes to the gun rules across the country. They chose not to. And you know why? Because they don't want to change these rules. They don't want to change the laws. They know it won't do anything. The guns aren't the problem. Guns don't fire themselves. The trigger gets pulled by nut jobs who are indoctrinated into a trans ideology that messes with their minds. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to say that it's imply that it's only trans people who could do something like this because it's not. But the point being that if you think that you could change your gender from being a girl to a man just because that's how you feel, then there's something wrong in your mind. You have psychotic issues. That's not normal. As much as the left wants to normalize that, that is not normal. And that person needs to be on in therapy. That person needs to be with a therapist that's going to help them understand that that's not normal not indulge the fantasy. And then when you also have a media and a left-wing political movement that tells you that the right, that conservatives are out to genocide the entire trans community, of course you're going to react like this. You're already mentally ill. You're already feeling something weird about yourself. And instead of getting the help you need, You're encouraged to go deeper and deeper and deeper down that rabbit hole. And then you're also getting fuel poured on the fire by telling you that an entire group of people want to eradicate your existence. It's nuts. Well, why don't we go to the um, police chief from Tennessee, from Nashville, um, and, and let him, you know, let's hear what he had to say about the shooter and what they found in the house and this, that, and the other thing. Juice, you got that one? Does the shooter have any criminal, criminal history? No history at all. And no motive at this point? Uh, anything discovered in the apartment or house? No, we have a manifesto. We have some writings that we're going over uh, that uh, pertain to this day, the actual incident. We have a map drawn out of how this was all going to take place. Uh, there's right now a theory of that's, that we may be able to talk about later, but it's not confirmed. And so we'll we'll put that out as soon as we can. And Chief, is there any reason to believe that how she identifies I'm sorry, I knocked someone's mic over. I didn't hear you say that again, sir. Is there any reason to believe that how she identifies is has any motive for targeting the school? I, we can give you that at a later time. There is... Uh, some theory to that. We're investigating all the leads, and once we know exactly, we'll let you know. So was this a targeted attack? It was. You hear what he said there about the manifesto? They have a manifesto in there that they're still going over. Uh, Presumably, that's going to have all the details of why this person did what they did. It's fairly obvious from the outside looking in without that to confirm it that 
this person specifically chose to attack a religious school that she went to before because the religious communities understand the truth and they understand that God made you who you are. God did not put you in the wrong body. And I'm sure she was told that. Apparently, I've also heard that her parents are um, Christians who knew that she was confused like this and still um, wanted her to dress and behave like a female in their home. And after she would leave the house, she would go change into boy clothes and appear more like a boy. So the parents are going to be blamed here for not being accepting and accepting her for who she is. When in reality, again, the parents are the ones that were trying to save this person and do the right thing for her. But according to the press secretary, Christians don't need to be on alert here for being attacked and killed by a trans person. You know who needs to be protected and to be watched out for and who's in danger right now? Trans people, of course. Juice, you got that clip of the extremely black, extremely gay press secretary? Let's hear what she had to say. Go ahead. Our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. That's sickening. She's reacting like that because of shows like this. Well, probably not my show because nobody knows about my show, but shows like, you know, any other right wing conservative talk show out there. There's a ton of them. I get it. For anybody, Fox News, um, they're upset that the New York Post put a headline that said transgender person shoots, shoots up school. They don't want that to be the narrative. I saw a headline. Uh, I forget where it was now. Crap. Um, that said former Christian student goes into old school and shoots, shoots children and, and staff. Former Christian student. What's the story here? I mean, I think obviously the, the, the biggest, most, you know, interesting part of the story has to be the fact that this person identifies as trans now. And again, it's not to say that all trans people are going to go shoot a place up. They're not. I get that. But there's a reason this person specifically chose a Christian school. And let's hear what Senator Josh Howley had to say about this, because he hit the nail on the head when he talks about why this school was targeted and what that means by targeting that school. Juice, you got that one? It was a hate crime. A crime that, according to Nashville police, specifically targeted, that's their word, targeted the members of this Christian community, the members of this religious institution. Yep. Yes, it was, Senator, a hate crime. But the left will do anything to avoid calling a hate crime a crime against a religious person, against Jews or against Christians. When, if you're going to have that stupid classification, this 100% was a hate crime, obviously. So, I'm glad Howley brought that up. Because you have to force these people to hold their same standards on both sides. What about the um, the other one from the police chief? Talking about why the student, or the former student, sorry, why the killer chose to go to the school there. You know, apparently she had a couple of other places that she kind of had mapped out when they looked through her house. But listen to what he had to say about that. Juice, you got that one? It was the only school that was targeted. Uh, there was another location that was mentioned, uh, but because of a, a threat assessment by the suspect, uh, too much security, they decided not to. And that area was here in Nashville, so we're continuing with that investigation as well. Yep. 
The shooter had another location in mind, but there was too much security there. She chose the school because she knows our children are sitting ducks. They did not have armed security at that school. She had another location in mind, but that had armed security at it, and she knew she would have gotten blown away right away. So she chose to go to the school and pick off children and educators who were sitting ducks. When are we going to change that? Everywhere else you go in this world, there's armed security at it. You go to Disney World, there's armed security. You go to make a bank deposit, armed security. You go to a football game, there's armed security. You go to a government building, armed security. Why do we not have armed security at all of our schools? There's no excuse for it. And honestly, for all the barking the left does about their gun control measures, let's see if they'll come to the table with a with an offer, with a deal. Okay, let's let's you know make a deal here. We'll take assault rifles, so-called assault rifles, out of circulation. Can't buy them anymore. In return, every school in this country has armed security at them going forward. You think they would do that? Do you think the left would go for that? Because I don't. In Boston, where I'm from, the mayor there removed school officers from public schools. One of the first things she did. That's absolutely ridiculous. Lastly, on this topic, because I know I do have to move on, I'm sorry, but this one it is just, it's terrible. But the mainstream media was also getting upset that this shooter who murdered three children and three adults, they were upset that the police chief misgendered her by calling her a female and her using she, her pronouns when she identified as a he, him. There were really news outlets that were upset about her being misgendered. Are you effing kidding me? I don't care what she wanted to be called. She's a scumbag who just murdered children and teachers because she couldn't accept that she's a she. And we're going to be worried about misgendering her? Nope. No way. Not happening. It's sickening. Guys, this story tells us all we need to know about what's going on with our society and our culture. And all of these things, I've mentioned it on the show before, there's root of the problem issues. And this one's a huge one because it's what are we teaching children? What are we, what environment are we letting people grow up in? And this trans ideology, when you're trying to get, when you get parents trying to trans their own kids when they're seven, six, 12 years old, that's not a good place to be in a society. That's not the culture we want to live in. You're telling people a lie. You're expecting the rest of the world to indulge that lie. And it's going to produce sicker and sicker people. Couple that with soft on crime left prosecutors and soft on crime left wing politicians. We're heading it down a dangerous direction. And it's Something needs to be done about it, people. It's time to say it in public. We can't just say it in the comforts of of like-minded friends. We need to talk about this. You need to be okay posting something about it online because others need to know we're out here. Others need to know that the silent majority 
is real and it's not silent. I'm telling you, neutrality is over. You're not, you're not super political. Sorry, you need to be. Because this stuff is not going to stop. Next. We have to harden our schools, not soften them up. We have to get smart on gun-free zones. When they see it says, this is a gun-free zone, that means that nobody's going to be shooting bullets in the other direction. And they see that as such a beautiful target. They live for gun-free zones. All right, so uh, a couple of things going on with the NHL again with their gay pride nights. They're back in the headlines in all the wrong ways. So uh, there's been a couple of them now, but we covered the one with the Philadelphia Flyers player a few few months back or a month ago, whatever it was. Now the Chicago Blackhawks this past week canceled their pride celebration out of fear of two of their Russian-born players um, you know, being targeted and attacked and ridiculed because they were going to refuse to wear those jerseys. That's on the heels of um, earlier in the week, James Reimer, a goalie for the San Jose Sharks, also refusing to wear the jersey, the pride jersey. And again, why is the NHL continuing to try to shove this down everybody's throat? Why? This is not what their fan base wants. I'm sure there's people that support gay people that enjoy the NHL. Absolutely. But why do you have to have it turn it into a gay pride night themed night during a game? Have gay pride jerseys with the with the symbol on there, the flags, the pride flags on the jerseys and, you know, why why do you have to go there you can accept someone who's who's gay no problem you're not there for gay acceptance you're there to watch a hockey game again i don't care who you're doing what with in the in the comforts of your own home show up to the hockey game and root for the home team that's it like enough is enough with this stuff i liked what rima had to say when he was asked about it he uh, he released a statement so um, here it is quote for all 13 years of my NHL career. I have been a Christian, not just in title, but in how I choose to live my life daily. I have a personal faith in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins. And in response, asks me to love everyone and follow him. I have no hate in my heart for anyone. And I have always strived to treat everyone that I encounter with respect and kindness. In this specific instance, I am choosing not to endorse something that is counter to my personal convictions, which are based on the Bible, the highest authority in my life. End quote. I like it. Of course, he he has that right to do that. You got to stop forcing people into this thing. It's an ideology that runs counter to pretty much every, you know, human instinct that's been around since the creation of time. And to treat it as anything else is ridiculous. Again, there's you can you can be kind and accept people without also celebrating and supporting what they're doing. Now, just because I don't want to throw you a parade because you happen to have sex with someone the same gender as you does not mean I hate you and want nothing to do with you. Not at all. But to act like that's just like a normal thing is also kind of ridiculous. I mean, my wife still gets amazed when we try to hang Christmas lights and she thinks it's hilarious that it's a common, common term when you say a male end and a female end when you plug in lights into each other. And that's the most simple way you can describe that. And it's for a reason. And that's the way, that's just the normal way things work. And everybody's known that 
for millions of years now until the last five minutes where now all of a sudden male can go into male, female can go into female, blah, 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 whatever. And not just that they can do that, they have to be praised and celebrated and and recognized for it constantly. Even at hockey games where it has nothing to do with what you're there in the in the in the building for. I do get frustrated when Reimer like says Christian and the Bible and Jesus and all that stuff a little bit because that helps push that narrative where the left can pretend like that trans nut job who shot up a school is justified because the Christian Bible thumpers aren't going to accept a trans person or a gay person or whatever. Um, they're the the bigots who are religious zealots where for me, Reimer should be able to refuse to wear that pride Jersey simply because he doesn't want to celebrate it. He doesn't want to endorse it. It has nothing. It could be, you know, could have nothing to do with religion. In my mind, it, it, it does. And it doesn't like he's right that when you're a Christian, you don't just turn it off and on. You live your life like that. So I get that. But it's also true that you don't have to be religious to be against like promoting and, and encouraging and cheering someone's sexual choices. You absolutely shouldn't be forced to do that, whether you're a Christian or not. You, you can be an atheist and not support gay pride nights at hockey games. And I did hear right before I started recording that um, NHL, NHL commissioner Gary Bettman is uh, I think at the point where he's just about ready to scrap these gay pride celebrations going forward, like next year and stuff, too much backlash, too much controversy. And he's right. They're in the news for all the wrong reasons. And it, it's putting players at odds. It's putting commentators at odds. It's just dumb. And it, it doesn't serve any purpose at all. And I'm glad because just a couple of players speaking up about it is going to make some change. And again, that's the point that I'm trying to make in this episode. The silent majority has power when you're willing to speak and use it and not be silent. So you need to speak up. And again, just being neutral on these topics isn't going to work because anybody who, you know, felt a little weird about this, but didn't want to speak up out of fear and stuff like that, their neutrality allowed this to happen. It took one, two, you know, a handful of players to speak up and they're going to scrap the whole thing. How many of those how many other players felt uncomfortable but didn't want to deal with the backlash, didn't want their name thrown out there in all other publications, not just hockey news, and be labeled a bigot? How many others? And they remained silent. They remained neutral on the topic. They're not supporters of Pride Night, but they're willing to wear the shirt because it was easier to go along to get along. It was easier to just keep your mouth shut, do it for a night, and move on. Thank God these players that did speak up had some courage to speak the truth. Next. Who? Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? All right. And at the end of last week, I don't know if you guys saw this one. I think it was Friday of last week. The Republican Republicans in Congress approved a parent's bill of rights that would ensure that parents are aware of what's being taught to their children in schools. Seems pretty straightforward and simple to me, right? Well, you would think, but the left freaked out over this one. They don't believe that you as a parent has the right to teach your kids what they want to be, what they should be taught. 
They don't think you have a say in the education of your own children. That's, again, like these things, the, the roots of these things keep peeling back the onion. That's part of the reason why Joe Biden and the Democrats and these these people want to control your children at such a young age. They want to get your kids into the into government run schools, daycares even at three years old so they can teach them what they want to teach them. So you can't teach them your religious bigoted values. We're going to teach you the state values of equity, inclusion, diversity, all that. That's what they want to teach your kids. And this whole thing has been stemming since our schools were forced to be shut down during COVID and parents finally got to see really what was being taught to their kids. So, and this is on the heels of the of the so-called don't say gay bill in Florida that everyone freaked out about. So that's why Democrats are upset about it. They're losing their minds. They think they know how to raise your kids better than you do. And that's it. It's as simple as that. Why don't we hear what uh, grandstanding AOC had to say about this one? I don't know what her deal is either. If you guys could see the video, um, she's always like bopping around when she's like talking and getting all trying to get all passionate like this. I don't know what it is. It's strange, though. But Juice, you got that one? I think what we're seeing here today is the Republicans attempt, Republican Party's attempt to take some of the most heinous legislation that we are seeing passed on the state level to attack our trans and LGBT, as well as people from marginalized communities, right to exist in schools. This flowery language of, quote unquote, parental rights and freedom hides the sinister fact of this legislative text. If you notice in these arguments, they are not really discussing what is actually in this legislation. It includes two provisions that require schools to out trans, non-binary, and LGBT youth, even if it would put said youth in harm's way. Out the children? Who's she talking about outing them to? Their own parents she thinks that that's cruel and heinous if the rest of the school including the adult teachers know that a child is gay or trans when they're in school she thinks that telling their parents about that is outing them when they're not ready think about that for a minute that's sick you have grown adults in these kids' lives, who will call them by the diff- a different name while they're at school, but won't tell their parents about it. She wants to keep that in place. She wants to prevent the government from making the school inform their parents when their kids believe that they're the wrong sex or start going around with a different sexuality while they're in school. You're not outing anybody if everybody at school already knows that they're like that by telling their parents, I want to know everything that happens to my child while they're in school. And she's trying to prevent you from knowing that. She's advocating for you to not be allowed to know about that. Let's let her keep going. This Republican bill is asking the government to force the outing of LGBT people before they are ready. And talking about the rights of parents in this gallery today, the National Parents Union is here 
saying, don't do this. I have a letter that I'd like to submit where they are asking the Republican Party to keep culture wars out of classrooms. Our children need urgent and aggressive educational solutions. The American Library Association coming out against this Republican proposal. Whoa. When we talk about progressive values, I can say what my progressive value is, and that is freedom over fascism. <laughs> oh, you know, she thought that was a great line at the end. Freedom over fascism. Ugh. What about those associations she's rattling off? I don't care what librarians think. The Librarians Association. They want to have gay porn books in, in classes, in, in school libraries. You think I care what they think about this? Hell no. F off, people. The parental uh, union of parents, like whatever she said. That's probably a bunch of hack Democrats anyways. Let's go. I don't care what they say either. Because we vote for our politicians to go and legislate for us. I don't care about your stupid advocacy group that you, that you have that you think's backing you up. They didn't have enough votes to get it done. And now the other side does, so they're going to get it done. You can bitch and moan and, and cry all you want about it, but that's government of the people for the people working. That's the way this thing works. The AOCs of the world, they want to drive a wedge between parent and child so that they can educate the child on their left-wing ideology. And that'll do it for the rights and wrongs of the week, ladies and gentlemen. It's about that time when we're going to move over to the Come On Man segment of the day. So stick around for that. Next. Amen. All right. Before we jump into the Come On Man segment, I do need to remind everybody out there to please like and subscribe to the show. Um, give us a five-star review, drop a comment on there too for us. Like I said earlier, maybe we will even read that on the air. So feel free to do one of those. Tell a friend about us, the right and wrong show here with Brian Ruka and the producer truth box. Everybody wants to hear from us. You know it. So tell your friend, don't remain in that silent majority anymore. Spread it around people. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the come on, man. Segment of the day. And today, we will be going to the Cacklin' Hens on The View. We really won't focus on the on the hens too much, but um, they had on a guest, Billy Porter. He's a um, gay, cross-dressing, LGBTQ activist who also moonlight, moonlights as a singer and actor. Now, doesn't that description just scream 2023 to you guys? <laughs> well, we're heading down the road where uh, in 10 years, the only job title that's going to exist now is going to be activist because that's all anybody wants to be. Not enough to just be a singer and, and actor, but got to be an activist too. Well, the clip we have for you was at the end of last week. Now, this happened before the shooting in Nashville, but, you know, I think it kind of still ties in a little bit. Um, so why don't we just go right to the clip? Juice, you uh, you got that one for us? Still talking about this and that um, it's happening in other states, too, not just Florida. Right? Yeah, it's... There's this war yeah. against trans people, which and is... And LGBTQ plus yeah, people yeah, and yeah. people who are othered. And cabaret people. And cabaret and people. Me. It's a, it's like a circle crazy. of life. Yeah. You know, we've why all, are they doing it? I, th for power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every
Everything is about power, and you could always trace it back to the money. You say that all the time. Yeah. You know, it's it's follow the money, follow the power, power at any cost. It's very hypocritical. You know, the the (coughs) the leading cause of death in children are guns. Yeah. 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 They're guns. Yeah. I know it's the morning and I'm not supposed to be screaming, but they're guns. Yeah. Not you know, drag queens. Not drag queens. No. Leave us alone. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it just, it's a distraction. Wow. Brilliant commentary there, right? Just, just genius level stuff right there. Guns. It's because of guns. Like what a genius. And how about that straw man argument? You know what the leading cause of killing children's are? Guns. Okay, that. what does that have to do with drag queen story hours? What does that have to do with bringing children to drag shows and throwing money on stage for them? Has anybody ever said drag queens and cabaret dancers? How'd they get thrown into the mix there, by the way? But anyways, did anybody ever say that drag queens and drag queen story hours are killing children the same way? Guns are killing people. Did we? Nope. But that's what they'll do to it. They'll flip that story around. They can't, you know, present a reason why grown men want to dress like women and prance around and read stories to little children while getting money stuffed in their underwear. They can't defend that. So let's shift the argument and talk about guns. There's no correlation between the two at all. And again, this helps their little narrative that they're trying to force when a nut job goes out and uses a gun to kill children. But again, did that gun kill the children? Or did the nut job who's been wrapped up in the ideology of grown men dressing like women, men believing that they are women, Did that person get wrapped up in that ideology and then go out and decide to use a gun to kill people? Absolutely. So you damn well better believe that we want to talk about drag queen story hours and little kids being brought to performances with men dressed as women getting money shoved in their crotches by these kids with their parents there with them. Of course we want to talk about that stuff because... Somebody who is shoved into that ideology from their whole lives, young age, young age, grows up and uses a gun to do something like that. Your side's only going to want to blame the gun. My side wants to tell you what happened here. Why did the person use that gun? Where did everything start? And again, not to say that everybody who ever attended a drag queen story hour is going to go use a gun to shoot up a school. Far from it. But you're indoctrinating children into this weird sexualized ideology. And there's just no reason for it. There's no reason why you need to advocate for that. And you should be asking yourself, why do grown men want to dress up like women and dance in front of children? What's up with that? Why do grown men dressed as women want to read stories to little kids? I think that's the bigger question with that stuff. 
But that's such a typical left wing, you know, storyline with all this type of stuff. Can't answer a straight question. Can't defend the sexual grooming of kids. You can't defend that with a straight face because you know it's wrong and it's disgusting. So let's talk about guns instead. And we'll get all the hyenas here in the crowd to laugh and agree with us. It's just gross. And and you can see it happening in real time. And I told you it was the theme of the episode, but you can't remain neutral about this stuff. That's on like regular national television right there. And everyone in the audience clapping along because of the applause sign or how many people, again, like all you saw are all over your Facebook and your Instagram or whatever after this shooting early in the week was gun stuff. Everything about gun prevention and how many of them. I actually saw a girl that's a that's a crazy like like far left wing enthusiast put up there drag queens, you know, abortion, um, something else. I forget what it was. Are not murdering people. Guns are <laughs> like the irony there. Abortion was listed in that group. It was like drag queens, abortion. Um, LGBTQ, uh, and black, black lives matter are not killing people. Guns are like, what? Abortions aren't killing people. (laughs) Like, but that's how like ingrained this nonsense is in their heads. And it's just, it's a straw man argument. The whole gun thing. It really is. So please speak up about this stuff. If you're not going to speak up about it, at least understand that you can't remain neutral. Even if you're a registered independent, again, like I used to be, registering as a Republican, at least on paper, shows more strength in numbers. It gives people more, um, you know, more confidence to be that, to, to vote that way. So enough with the neutrality. There is no neutrality when it comes to this stuff. They're coming after our children. They're coming after our religion. They're coming after our American way of life. And they're not going to stop until we change, until we rally together to stop them ourselves. So it's time to get on board because this is going to continue to go in the wrong direction. That slippery slope has started long ago when we're way down at the bottom of it. Time to start climbing back up. But we have to do it together. We have to be willing to speak the truth. And we have to get on the same page with this stuff. We have to wake up our friends, our our relatives, our neighbors who don't want to be political. They want to just stay out of it. They don't want to fight the culture wars. All of the stuff is politics. Culture wars are politics. And it's as simple as that. There's no such thing as removing culture wars from the political, from the society, from your community. So stop trying to be neutral about it. Stop waking people up. It's time to wake up the woke, ladies and gentlemen. That's the reason why you listen to this show. It's time to let them know what's right and what's wrong. And it's time to let everybody know that the guns argument is not going to last anymore for us. Okay. So Billy Porter and you cackling hens on the view, you have all earned yourselves one big fat 
rotten. Come on, man. And that's the show for today. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Don't forget to give us that five-star review. And uh, I guess that's all I have to say. So thanks for having me. The Right and Wrong Show is produced by Juice. Executive producer, Juice. Audio mixer is Juice. Hair by Skull Shavers. Wardrobe and makeup by Ashley Ruka. Right and Wrong Song created by Juice. The Right and Wrong Show is copyright 2022 from Brian Ruka.